horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Naya Alyssa Smith is my name. Where we'll be talking horse racing for the next half an hour. It is great to have you all with us. Sam, lovely to see you. You ended up going home on the weekend after you raced on Friday and Saturday, jumped on a plane and headed back to NZ. Yeah, it was a very much a whirlwind trip to catch up with my sister, who I um, obviously don't get a chance to see, you know, with us being in two different countries. So I rode at Eagle Farm, um, just had the one ride left on Saturday and then was quick to get on a, a six o'clock flight back to Auckland and spent pretty much Sunday and most of Monday with her and was back on a plane and, and back in Queensland by 6pm and, and back at work Tuesday morning. So. Wow, nice and quick. Yeah. You talked about being at Eagle Farm on Saturday, but Ipswich... You had a winner yes. on Friday after we spoke with you. Yes, binding. She was um, a really impressive um, winner there. Obviously, the race sort of panned out to suit me. I was able to get a really soft lead of the early sectionals there. And she was really dominant in the end, but she'd been racing in very good company prior to that. And, and to me, looked um, you know like a really strong chance on paper. And she's obviously at this stage backing up this weekend uh, in a black type race where she... You know, I think she'll be competitive. Sometimes these mares, when they find really good form, they hold it. Um, so, yes, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed indeed. And looking ahead to this weekend as well as we gear up for Christmas, we yeah. know that racing does not stop. Racing does not stop. Obviously, everyone who's involved in the industry knows that it's um, just one of those times of year where the, you know, horses don't know it's Christmas time. So we just, you know, carry on as per normal. But there are some people, obviously, that will take time off. Um, for me, Obviously, Christmas this year is very different to last year where I spent three weeks traveling around Europe with my sister at the time, which was incredible. But um, it'd been the first Christmas I've had off and enjoyed for over, well over 10 years. Wow. Um, this year will just be pretty quiet with mum being here at Caloundra. I'll spend a bit of time with her. But we've got races you know, the day before and the days following. So it'll just be business as usual. So working Christmas Eve, racing Christmas Eve, Christmas Day off and then racing Boxing Day. Yeah, and, yeah, the rest, whatever, you know, so what goes on. how do you handle that? Because everyone else wakes up nice and early on Christmas Day. I assume your body clock would wake you up nice and early, but everyone tucks into the Christmas ham <laughs> and the turkey and they get into it, you know, and it, it, it's we're known to, here in Australia, eat a lot of food over Christmas and then end up in a food coma. <laughs> how does that work for you when you have to make weight the next morning? Yeah, like I'm probably one of the lucky ones, to be fair. I don't have to worry about my weight too much. But in saying that, if I was to overindulge, you know, it would be punishing on me for the next few days. So, I, like I said, Christmas has really been a non-event for me and my family for many years because mum and dad were always riding. Dad was constantly having to make weight um, or watch his weight, I should say, for, you know, obviously Boxing Day races and things like that. So, I mean, we get a little bit festive and things like that, but really it's just another day of rest. So is a Christmas is that Christmas ham on the on the table? No, <laughs> no. I might have a small glass of champagne and maybe some cheese on toast. <laughs> <laughs> There's carbs in toast, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Merry Christmas to all of our listeners as well. Uh, let's bring in our next guest now, Tyler Leslight, um, a, a Prentice jockey who's making headlines all around the country and doing some amazing things on track as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Tyler. We've tried to get him on a few times now. The timing just hasn't worked out. But um, I'm interested to talk to him about his, you know, move here from, you know, where he was originally, I believe, and I'm sure he'll correct me if I'm wrong, sort of west of Brisbane. Um, he's now here with Desley Forster. And we see his, I see his lovely smiling face at the track every morning. He's a very hard worker and um, someone I'm sure we'll see a lot more of.
Beautiful. Let's bring him in now. Tyler, lovely to speak with you. Thanks for joining us on the Queensland Hoop. You know, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. No, thank you. So Friday morning, Christmas is, you know, not far away. What does the next sort of few days look like for you? Do you get to spend a bit of time with your family during Christmas? Oh, I managed to smooth Desi over with that one. So uh, Christmas Day, I'll be coming in to write a bit of track work. Um, but after that, I will scoot my ass down to uh, the Gold Coast, uh, go spend the day with my grandparents, my sister, and my niece and nephew. Um, and then I'll be back in Brisbane uh, Christmas night to uh, back Boxing Day, just front up to uh, track work and then off to uh, Warwick races. So, yeah, quick one, but, yeah, lucky I can at least spend the day with them. Yeah, that sounds like a nice day, um, Tyler, especially when you, you know, you've got racing and, and track work in between. Uh, so you're currently um, on loan, is that correct, under Desley Foster? Yeah, yeah. So I took a three-month loan uh, to begin with just to sort of test the waters, uh, come down here to have a crack. And um, getting the provincial licence was the goal because I came down here on a country licence um, and we've been lucky to, to get that. So um I've got the provincial license now. I've rode one winner with that at Toowoomba for Tony Sears. Um, I'm hoping I can go on with that uh, little relationship there. But, um, you know, it's hard going down here to get rides. It's a very competitive market. So uh, I just thought I'd, I think I need to just get a bit longer and um, hopefully things can pick up a little bit. Yeah, so for those listening that don't kind of understand the concept of, you know, Tyler's talking about it's country, provincial and metro licence. So as I understand it here, you start off um, as an apprentice, you have so many winners to outride your country claim. So you ride at those country meetings um, and then you sort of progress onto provincial and you get X amount of winners um, there and then you can apply for your metro licence, which is obviously our town um, Saturday meeting. So it essentially gives people the opportunity when you're starting off to probably not get as much exposure early, sort of learn your craft a little bit, um, a little bit less pressure. And then obviously as you get more experience, you get more winners on the board, you, um, you know, like evolve on, you know, riding at different tracks, riding for more money, riding for more pressure and things like that. And how have you found like the transition from riding out in the country where you're obviously, you know, very uh, successful there. And like, I mean, talking to you, you're obviously very comfortable riding there and how it's progressed to now and the new challenges you've faced obviously being based here in Brisbane? Yeah, look, it was definitely a massive adjustment, probably more than what I realised it was going to be until I got here. Um, Because where I was, you know, I was writing a full book of races, you know, once a week at least. And if there was multiple meetings on, I was always fully booked up for every meeting in the area. Um, So so being the one that they wanted and having all the pick of the rides, and, you know, riding, I've rode 60 winners now and majority of them are all country um, winners. Um, and then coming here and then just trying to fight, just fight to get on a good horse. You know, it's a, you think um, you know what you're doing and then you come here and you realise there's still lots you don't know. Um, but I'm trying to work on those things and I think we're, I think we're working on them slowly. But, um, yeah, de- definitely like the pressures, like coming from the country, you ride horses, usually ride the same ones every fortnight you know sort of on a rotational basis but coming here you're lucky to sit on the same horse twice so you really do need to have a good crack at it the one time you do because the chance is you're probably not going to be able to ride it again when you say the country so it was moranba that you were from you were at, oh, at was the it moranba first moranba which is a mining town about 200 k's inland from mccoy um so i used to Frequently, sometimes I drive to Mackay to go to the races there. I rode my second winner at Mackay on a tab day, um, but then we shifted from Moorumbah to a place called Barcaldine, which is about a thousand k's west of Brisbane. 
um, and they were stationed there since, for a year now, actually. It was last Christmas we moved there, and um, we were training out of there, which was great because it was more central to the Western racing. You know, we'd travel as far as Mount Isa. I did the Birdsville circuit last year, and it's still a long way, but it's definitely a lot closer to get to those places from Barcourt, and that's what it was at Moorumbah. Wow. That's crazy. I have um, heard like many good things about the Birdsville meeting and things like that. How have you found, obviously, there's a lot more traveling involved, like from where you were from, um, and obviously a different kind of atmosphere, a lot more, um, I don't want to say relaxed is the word, but you know, the people that are out there training, it's probably more of a passion for them than it is, um, you know, like a, say the trainers here where it's a livelihood. Yeah, a livelihood. It's quite a different aspect of it, but um, in terms of riding and like you know how they run races, I know we've had a chat too in the past about how you find how they run races differently, and then obviously having to you know adjust your riding style and and riding pattern to ride horses here. Has it been a, you know, like a bit of a tough transition as well? Yeah, it definitely has. I mean, things are starting to slow down a little bit for me. Uh, last week compared to two weeks before that, it's starting to feel a little bit more normal. But um, coming out of the gates in the west you just go flat out um and t- it's not necessarily the best horse wins it's the toughest one the one that can can, can sustain such <laughs> a fittest. high gallop and they don't stop <laughs> yeah so it definitely there's not much tactics in bush racing other than to make sure that your horse gets around the tight corners which are more often there and to be fair sometimes you know i would be the smarter one where we'd be on the track that was very very heavy sand and you knew well, we might not go as quick on this one because our horse is going to stop and some of the other ones didn't and I'd come from behind and just run run over the top of them but most of the time it was just you know the race was one out of the barriers and here uh, at the start Desley actually said you know I think you're getting these horses out of the gates too well um, <laughs> in the barrier trials because I was pinging them out and they were running along and there were horses that don't usually lead that I managed to lead on and she said, I think we need to work on this. Never thought I've had that issue before because um, it's just been put into me so much about getting them out of the gates. It's so important. Um, you don't have to lead on everything. Um, and you need to get them to relax. So, yeah, definitely coming out of the gates and taking a set and not going flat out is, to me, it feels like I'm going so slow on a horse. Yeah. Um, but I'm starting to understand that's that's not slow. That's reasonable speed and you can't just go flat out you got to sit and then sprint so yeah I think we're getting there anyway Sam. Yeah there's a lot to take in with people that don't understand like you know you've obviously you say you're talking about the you know how deep the sand was and things like that like when you're doing your race form and stuff like that there's so much to consider and you get you know familiar with your surroundings and then you move somewhere else like I know what it's like for myself too when I first came over here you know having to learn new tracks and learn new riders and and all that kind of thing. Um, obviously, you know, you're still in that process of getting a few more opportunities where you can, you know, get a little bit more exposure and learn things like that. But you've had a successful career um, so far. Obviously, you've had to come, you know, overcome a fair bit of adversity and things um, in your journey with riding. What has been probably like a couple of the highlights um, in your career to date? Well, I think getting a license for one. I never thought that would happen. (laughs) No, I I couldn't ride very well, guys. No, I couldn't ride very well when I got a license. I rode seven barrier trials. Um, Oh, wow. That's not me at all. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't have much. And and simply because I literally couldn't get on horses. I was calling trainers 
and I was begging them. I said, I'll pay you. <laughs> let me wow. let me ride your horse in a trial. I need a license. Um, so I pretty much learnt as I went um, from April 2022. That was my first race meeting with Billy and getting the license was a, was a milestone when I was, you know, 85 kilos as a 16-year-old kid. You never thought that I'd be the jockey. So, you know, to get there and I started and I was probably 61 kilos when I turned up to Bill's. So oh, wow. to, to get that weight down, yeah, to a point where I can ride 54 now and it's come up a bit again now, but, you know, like it's just a, it's a fluctuation. So to be able to manage it and to not be a heavyweight jockey, I think that's, you know, something that we didn't think we'd achieve. Um, but, you know, Roma Cup's the biggest race I ever won. <laughs> that was a good one. And to win that, for the boss, for Billy, um, it meant so much to him, um, and especially the fact that I'd been down with Desley for two months at that point, and going back there to ride that horse for him, um, yeah, just it, I think it was it was really emotional for him that I come out there from Brisbane, you know, drove all the way out there to ride his horse, and um, I, I pretty much declared it the winner the week before, but wow. nobody believed me, and uh, to come from you know 20 lengths last on a sand track with 175 metres straight. Um, to win by six was a, just a massive effort, but that's bush racing. I know, the staff, I know <laughs> that's the, horse the speed in you. Not that hard to put it together. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just uh, on something you just said. Then you were eighty-five kilos, and then now you're down to. Did you say fifty-four? That's a massive effort. I could, yeah, I've been riding fifty-four, but I have been having to do a little bit of work to do that lately. I didn't used to, but um, you know, I was pretty overweight when I was a kid. Um, I was, yeah, I don't know. I, as a kid, I just used to eat and eat, and then um, I was 85 kilos, and then I uh, got a job as a stable hand when I was 16, 17, and it slowly come down, but I was still I was still pretty heavy. Like, I'm only five foot three, so I'm not supposed to be all that big, but, um, yeah, definitely not, not a light frame person and was never probably supposed to be this small. All my siblings were over five foot 11, so I'm not sure what happened to me, but... Um, Stunted growth worked in my favour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, that's a massive achievement, and um, you know, like full credit to you. And whatever you you know get out of what you've put in, you deserve. For lack of a better English, I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. You deserve <laughs> everything you get out because you put a lot in, you know. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, you hope that hard work pays off. You just got to hope that you get some. Opportunities, you just need a bit of luck as well. So. Well, hey, you got that license. That's a positive. That's already something that you didn't <laughs> think would happen. So, all the very best, no. Tyler. We can't wait to watch you uh, racing and everything that happens in your future. Well deserved. Thank you so much for joining us here Have on the Queensland. Merry Christmas. Hoops. Yeah, and very Merry Christmas. Enjoy Christmas Day. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you guys too. And uh, thanks again for having us on. Thanks, Tyler. Uh, how good, Tyler, the apprentice jockey all the way from Western Queensland coming in to uh, be under Desley Foster. Amazing. Well, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with with Sam and I, if I can speak on it this <laughs> Friday morning. It has been a big week, hasn't it? We've got the Christmas Christmas dumbs. I know. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Sam, uh, this weekend, plenty happening, that is for sure, before the big man 
in the red suit arrives, where can we see you racing? Yes. So it always seems like a bit of a chaotic uh, time of year because it changes my, uh, you know, my little normal schedule around a little bit. But um, Sunday, obviously, I'll be at Ipswich. Um, today I'll be down at Lismore and tomorrow I will be at, uh, Eagle Farm, I believe. I've got to remember that now. It's yep. just so much going on. Obviously Christmas is a busy time of year. I want to ask you as well, Christmas li- list, just quickly, what's on your Christmas list? Just, um, lots of good vibes for the new year and, you know, to keep nice and healthy and positive and all that good feeling stuff. I like that. Yeah. So that's very humble. I was expecting... A lot more winners, a lot more of this, a lot more of that. But there you go. You're very humble. I don't want to be we greedy. Love it. We love love it. Oh, you know what? You're on the set as nice list, aren't you? <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk through racing this weekend, shall we? Sam, it's going to be a big one. That is for sure. Racing this weekend it kicks off with Mackay this afternoon. And then tomorrow, Eagle Farm, Atlas Park, Gold Coast, Polytrack, and then Cannon Park as well. Sunday, wrapping up at Ipswich. Yes, that's it. And then that's pretty much us. So our show for a little bit and we'll have to see everyone in the new year. We can't wait. It's going to be a bit sad not being in here. Yeah. But uh, Sam, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to our producer as well, Matthew. He's a man. And Merry Christmas to everyone listening in as well. Thanks for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop. We'll be back. And Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au.